This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Nothing of him that doth fade, but doth suffer a sea change unto something rich and You're looking into the sad demise of the Frogman. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we are the patients. Let's be honest, we are. (laughs) And of course, we're also here to talk about Rogues Gallery, the brand new episode. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. And yet, uh, this is also our first time live streaming on uh, two two different things with our live stream than normal. Uh, One, it's on Tuesday night. In case at you didn't thir- notice, at it's eight thirty PM EST, and also it's on uh, YouTube uh, versus Google Plus. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, every week when we record the episode, we stream it live uh, with video, so you can see us. Hi, how's Hi. it going? If you're watching, um, yeah, but we're doing it Tuesday nights now and directly through YouTube. And if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Universe Box YouTube channel, so you can get a keep abreast. Of all our live broadcast and everything, it's youtube.universebox.com. And there's no universebox.com site yet, but it'll be coming uh, very shortly. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'd love for you to join us in the chat room and everything. Uh, but uh, now I guess we should probably ta- get started talking about uh, the episode of Gotham and everything. So, Emery, why don't you take it away with your rhyming episode summary? You're typing in the chat. And it gave me an error, so that was pointless. Well, I'm okay. going to go in there and talk, talk to them while you... Okay. <clears throat> when is a new job more like a sentence? When it's given to teach Gordon repentance. Who's the new doctor flirting with him? A companion who's taken a shine to old Jim? Butch did what now? We all heard the shot. Is he loyal to Fish Mooney or not? If a man gets shocked, will he burn a calorie? We find out in this week's new episode, Rogues Gallery. Rogues Gallery. Rogues Gallery. So, oh, it, oh my. Okay. Yeah, uh, we also have a close-up cam for Emery now. And I don't know what this is. I think I surprised her. You think? <laughs> I'm, I'm cousin it. But uh, Emery, overall, what did you think of the episode? Um, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Probably not my favorite episode <laughs> but it was a really good one yeah i i really liked it too i i thought i thought i it, it was very strong a, a nice uh peek back in and everything but it, there were a lot of things that kind of struck me like you know last uh what we've been calling them semesters but the first 10 episodes of gotham the last half uh you know the, the it over the course of the 10 episodes, we kind of built up this list of things that were very typically Gotham, what you would expect to find in a Gotham episode. And this episode completely threw them all out of the water. It <laughs> happens. It happens. Yeah. But I, I, I guess we should uh, start with my first point that uh, kind of leads right into that is uh, 
first of all, we didn't get a big focus on fish uh, this week. We got a focus on her henchman, Butch, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting. And it was kind of a... You've seen that actor since the first episode, and he's always been kind of hanging out in the background, right. uh, you know, jumping in a little bit here or there as needed. But this was kind of like his story or his this plot really was, It gave him a lot more, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I, lo- I mean, it's he's always been really important, but mm-hmm. this really um, pulled him into the forefront because you were just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is yeah. he turning? Yeah. Is he turning? Yeah, well, they, that's uh, the thing that kind of struck me about his whole plot line with his his old childhood friend who was the other mob boss and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the killing and everything. There, there's kind of two ways to interpret his actions here. Uh, one, it's that he's kind of torn between Fish and his old – I forget the mobster's name. It doesn't matter. He's dead. Um, but uh, – you know, he's he's torn between his childhood friend and his current employer, and the whole episode is his struggle trying to decide what to do, and eventually he decides to side with Fish and kills his childhood friend. Or is he – because he lied to Fish about it too, right? And he seemed kind yeah. of – he seemed kind of torn up on both sides, like when he was had both faces on, you mm-hmm. know, dealing with both people. So I'm wondering if maybe the, the killing of him, if, if he's going to, you know, be upfront with Fish about that. Or, what, you know, he killed him? Yeah, or if – like I kind of kind of got the impression that he felt he, the guy needed to die because he was never going to let Fish uh, take over. And possibly maybe Butch is waiting for Fish to take everyone else out. And uh, then he'll step in and uh, take her out and seize the day, which is the the kind of the uh, the idea that we've been swinging around with Penguin. Yeah, Penguin's taking her. But out. I, I I just think it's interesting that we we we're kind of seeing the potential maybe for Butch to go that way as well. Okay. To do a triple double cross sort of thing. Okay, interesting. Thoughts? Um, I don't see him taking fish out. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see that at all. I'm still. Hanging out with penguins gonna mm-hmm. gonna be killing her like so, in the se- season finale or something. Do you think? Do you think he's loyal to fish? Then like no, no not no. necessarily. Like I, I I just kind of wonder what their backstory is because fish has put a lot of trust into him and I mean obviously she lost her right hand man and penguin in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, but he wasn't really her right hand man. He held the umbrella. He was just always there. He was about to go there. He was. He was about to go there, but then he messed up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of I'd love to see the origin story of like how how Butch and Fish hooked up, especially considering Bush Butch seems to have like a lot of connections to the Gotham underworld and you know from the time he was a child. Right. It just doesn't seem this isn't the type of show we're getting flashbacks. Mm-hmm. If they don't tell you the story, you're not getting the story. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I would like it if it was just even like a little bit of dialogue or I'm something. I'm just saying. It would be cool. I'm just saying. I, and uh, one other thing, and I forget the mobster's name again. Doesn't matter. He's dead. Um, but uh, I, I really liked uh, the line he had about fish, a smart cookie, but she's overreaching, which yeah. is uh, basically every, everything I've ever thought about Fish Mooney. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's completely mm-hmm. – she's – Yeah. She's getting weaker, not stronger, I think. Yeah, the more she pushes, the weaker she gets. And you she's can, pushing too quick. Yeah. That's the problem. You can even see it starting to wear on her here when she's like questioning Butch's loyalty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she she's kind of negotiating herself into a corner to where I she if one person she trusts gives her up, she's done. And yeah. so she's starting to get worried, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, okay, so Selena and Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll let you talk about that thing that you found first. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, and I'm not sure if this was put up uh, before or after the uh, 
the, this week's episode. No, it was January 6th it was put up, I think. But uh, they had an article up on the Gotham Chronicle viral website for Gotham about teen runaway spotted at the flea. It's talking about Ivy Pepper, uh, who will become uh, Poison Ivy. But it mentions, and I believe this is the first like can- canonical reference, that uh, she's also known as Pamela by her adoptive parents. So whoever adopted her Named after Pamela. the par- par- Peppers were killed uh, changed her name to Pamela, which is one step co- closer to Pamela Isley, uh, Poison Ivy's proper name. Uh, so I thought I'd point that out. Yeah, I like it. I She's like missing. It. I like it. Um, Ivy Pamela Pepper. But um, what I really, really liked about um, their interactions was that Selena, you know, maybe against her better judgment or whatever, took Ivy as if that was her little sister. Mm-hmm. Like, you've always seen, you know, yeah, she's weird. Don't look at her. But yeah. if she was in trouble, Selena was there to help her. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just curious as to why – what made Selena leave her nice little happy hole in the rain mm-hmm. to walk and then to even hear Ivy. Um, that confused me a little bit. Well, maybe she was hungry going to look for food or something. It's the middle she of heard a storm. A cat. It's the middle of a storm. I don't know. I'm not going yeah. anywhere. And cats hate water. Cat- yes. Yes, they do. But uh- By the way, her whole break into the apartment was very cat-like, too. It was very, like, cat burglar. Like, even, like, when she walks in and, like, sniffs and stuff. I liked it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it seemed really too easy, though. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed just a little too easy. Well, she probably she probably like unlocked the window or was scoping it out or something. Oh, I'm sure. You know, well, when I was she went there with Jim why she Gordon. wasn't in there anyway. Mm-hmm. Why did she wait? Like she had she probably could have stayed there. Well, she did seem a little concerned about being busted by uh, whoever lived there because I, I I don't think she was even completely sure who actually lived there. Uh. Which is why she was like, we're going to stay here just as long as it takes for you to get warmed up and cool and everything, and then we're out. Yeah. You know? Which I was curious to see how she was going to get Ivy in there at first, <laughs> and she was, like, mm-hmm. carrying her. I was like, because, <laughs> you know, you see her climb up there, and I was like, is she just going to, like, fling Ivy up on mm-hmm. the – no? Oh, she's at the door. But I know this building has to have, like, a doorman who's not going to let this girl in, mm-hmm. so I don't know how she snuck in. Um, yeah, and it, Ivy, Ivy wasn't in, in a great way, and in, in the land of sea urchin, the, the uh, weird girl does not thrive. No, weird all. girl does not thrive. Um, another thing I thought was absolutely hilarious. Don't forget, I'm a vegan. No butter. <laughs> How do you live on the street and are vegan? Mm-hmm. Not even vegetarian. Vegan. Well, nice, nice. For, the thing, the weird thing is though, is that she. Uh, well, I guess it it kind of makes sense in a way. But when she becomes Poison Ivy, she's like super, like environmentalist, uh, super villain. You know, she's yeah. I, I I am Poison Ivy. I speak for the plants, kind of thing. And don't you dare harm my precious baby plants and stuff. So it's kind of interesting that she only eats precious baby plants. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, maybe a know, baby plant will turn on her. That that might be part of the reason she. Uh, eventually you know gets plant controlly powers or whatever mm, yes, which i believe yes. is the technical term plant controlly uh, plower yeah plowers plowers I can't even no but i i did enjoy how much uh selena and ivy in this episode were were like teenage girls like yeah. even, all the way down to uh ivy uh, oh, uh, on the phone answering the phone yeah that was totally a teenage girl thing that that uh one would do just to like mess around while they're like hanging out in a yeah, Weird I wouldn't situation. have answered the phone. <laughs> you wanted? Nope. Not even if you were nope. homeless. Well, I don't know. On the run. I've never been homeless and on the run. Okay, uh, we're gonna pause the podcast. No. And we're gonna go for six months 
uh, go deep undercover, homeless on the run, and then we're going to come back and we're going to see what you say then. Okay, pause. Pause. Hold on. Wait a second. Let's let's put up. Pseudo pause. Okay. Six months later. Okay. Anne Marie, how was being homeless on the run? I need chocolate. Give me chocolate. Would you have answered that phone? Would you have answered that phone? I don't know. Were they giving me chocolate? I don't know. Where's their coffee? Inconclusive results. We're going to try again. Results. But according <laughs> to Bobby Hogg, who decided to tell us a couple times, his friend's name was Jimmy. Jimmy Bill. His name was Jimmy. <laughs> they were mentioned. At, they mentioned owls a lot this episode. I like how it's like very frustrating. Like Jimmy Bill. His name was Jimmy. <laughs> and then they sure mentioned owls a lot this episode. <laughs> they also mentioned a lot of monkeys, Bobby. Uh, thank you, Bobby. Uh, let's see. Okay. I guess uh, another uh, person who was featured in this episode who was a female – was yeah. a new character, Woo-hoo. Leslie Tompkins, played by uh, More- Morena Baccarin. Baccarin. And uh, Baccarin? Yeah, I think so. Baccarin? Baccarin? Hey, Baccarina. I know, but uh, Leslie Tompkins did a great job. Uh, you might know the actress from Firefly. We, we haven't been the biggest fans of Firefly, so we don't... Never saw an episode. Didn't have that previous association with her. I really liked her. Her performance seemed a little flat, especially at the beginning of the episode, but I by the, by the end, it was fine, and I think it was really just like new kid in school sort of situation where... See, I didn't think it was flat. I loved it from the beginning. The, the thing is, while well, I found like her delivery a little flat like right at the beginning, like a little awkward especially with jim uh, Jim felt a little weird at the beginning too it might have just been the setting he's an arkham but (laughs) but i thought i thought that their chemistry was great like right from the beginning it was way better than barbara's whatever the chemistry with barbara has ever been chemistry with barbara i but i also kind of wonder if maybe their relationship because it's very obvious they're going there even the even the crazy guy (laughs) uh but uh you know i wonder if their relationship is ultimately doomed just because if and, and th- this is so core to the leslie tompkins character i don't see them uh putting it to the side or changing it that she eventually learns bruce's secret that he's batman that mm-hmm. his big mission is to save gotham you know in a cape and cow and i think knowing that secret i think would probably preclude her from being in a relationship with jim in the future probably just because bruce and jim already have such a close relationship mm-hmm. that i don't i don't think i i can't see her keeping that secret from jim so he never really learns that there there's a, a there's a lot of hinting that he knows but he doesn't know so he can't be implicated in anything or like he has plausible deniability but he knows sort of thing and there, there are some like a dark knight returns i believe kind of states it outright that he always knew but it, it's always kind of like up in the air okay if he know if jim knows or not mm, interesting but uh yeah so I, I just kind of wonder about that as far as a future for them but i i'm really excited to see where it goes mm-hmm. uh for sure i i i fear for her only because barbara's looking like she's going to be a little crazy Cray, but <laughs> i think we're talking a bit more about that later probably so i'll save that uh, any uh your thoughts on leslie Tompkins? i love it i'm glad i i like her mm-hmm. i like her a lot um i liked Again, I like their interactions, just like you said. Um, I'm just curious to see a little bit more and get to see her maybe, you know, out of the insane asylum, <laughs> not running for her life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going so- on an adventure in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Uh, uh, that was, and I, I forget that her, her it's, the it, actress. We, we have, oh, the actress. I don't know the, the actress's, actress's name. But she was, uh, she was from Moonlighting, the TV series Moonlighting mm. in the 80s. Uh, if you're as old as me, you might remember it a little bit. 
but uh, yeah, she a famous character actress has done a ton of cartoon voices and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, any other thoughts on it? Yeah, her? I'm good. You sure? I'm good. Positive? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, something you wanted to talk to. But... Why are they letting the crazy people do a play and why is no one in the audience in handcuffs? Why aren't they let? Why aren't they letting more crazy people do plays? No, they already let enough crazy people do plays. But you know, art and music, you know, soothes, soothes the savage. There beast. was no soothing. <laughs> the people there behind wasn't that beautiful montage. No, that no, might be my favorite moment of oh my the series. The inmates behind fi- the fish man. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like they were chewing on dolls. Nice. No, nice. no, that's not nice. Well, better, better, better dolls than babies, right? Like, <sighs> See, I like having this close-up cam on you because now people can see your disgusted reactions <laughs> in full detail. <laughs> no, but go Sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, okay. So I understand, like, we were talking about this earlier. How you're like, mm-hmm. no, they need to, to, to treat the mentally ill, you know, a little more gently, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking to myself, um, they've killed people. They've raped people. <laughs> mm-hmm. They cray cray. We need to lock him down at least a little bit more. I mean, and he even says that this is the fourth inmate attack in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Why are we giving them these types of privileges? Be like, look, it's a big open room. Even if it's the crazy lady that's running the show. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I like, and like I was saying earlier too, like, well, the, the mayor kind of set up this whole Arkham thing as a response to the bad press that he got from Jim. Him, right, you know, calling him out on his treatment of the mentally ill as right. criminally insane or whatever, and uh, so he sets up this whole thing, and then Jim messes up again in Lovecraft, right? right. Uh, so he he sends uh, Jim Gordon here as a punishment, and it really seems like uh, the director Lang, I think it yes. was Doctor Lang or Director Lang, yeah, Doctor Lang. Uh, but uh, he he you know is writing Jim pretty hard for no good reason, right? right. So I I really think more than anything the mayor has set this up. As a situation to make Jim Gordon go down as as sort of a punishment. So I think in a lot of ways, even up to and including the play or, you know, the fact that it's been several uh, fights and everything's being blamed on Jim Gordon. I think uh, Dr. Lang is setting Jim up to fail, like very intentionally and very maliciously, which means that there's not going to be hard regulations. There's going to be a switch that opens all the cages in the asylum. Yeah, seriously. You know, that sort of thing. But uh, that was my perspective on it. You I still know. don't like it. Yeah. I, I did like did, you didn't didn't you like the musical at all, regardless of the real realistic nature of the s- scene? I don't know. <laughs> but I, I thought that montage might be it might be my favorite moment in the entire series just because it was so darkly comically brilliant. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. But what are you gonna do? I'm gonna look at this Joker. You're gonna what? <gasps> look at this Joker. Joker. Look at this Joker. Look, look at, at him now. Joker. He's coming down to My song's better. Hey, look at this Joker. Look at this but Joker. Look at this Joker. This is uh, the segment of every episode. We take a look at the clues, suspects, and other Joker-related information in every episode of Gotham. And as you can see here, I, by the way, you can get to this page. Uh, we have this page set up on the website. Go to legendsofgotham.com. Click on Look at This Joker right at the top. And we've been keeping track since the pilot episode. See, there's the comedian, a little Joker graffiti. Uh, this, that, and the other, a uh, balloon man, uh, really weak ones right here. And then we get to this week, and this was really, really interesting. Um, it's not really. You're not going to blow my ears out again this time, right? 
Uh, no, I'm not going to blow your ears out again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. Good check-in. Good check-in. Yep, yep, uh, check. No, but uh, right at the moment where nur- Nurse uh, Duncan's – right during D- Nurse Duncan's death scene, uh, oh, there was oh, there was a bit of a laugh in the background. I'll play it for you. I, I captured it as a clip here. I'll play it a couple times. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I might even have it a little short there. We also have the SoundCloud uh, up on the Look at This Joker page. It's loud. Uh, it is. <laughs> or it was in our ears. But it sounded like a pitch-perfect impression of Cesar Romero's Joker. And there was also, right when uh, they blew, uh, when, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, right before they killed uh, Dr. Lang. Oh, okay. Uh, you Gruber. could all, yeah. Right when that cell got blown open, you could also hear a similar laugh in the background too. Oh, I didn't see. You didn't mention that. I had to rewatch that. Yeah. So I, I, it's probably just a, a little fun little Easter egg or whatever. But you know, it also could mean that maybe uh, we've got a, a Joker. Look at this Joker. Hey, look at this Joker. Look at this Joker now. Oh my goodness. Look at this Joker. And uh, we, we – every uh, – uh, I can't talk. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is an open page, so you can go there and comment too, please. Legendsofgotham.com and click on look at this Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, we're, before we get back into the main discussion, uh, we wanted to let you guys know that we now have a P.O. Box. Boom. This is it. Legends of Gotham, P.O. Box 2641, Ackworth, Georgia, A-C-W-O-R-T-H, Georgia, 30102. And uh, it's on our contact page at legendsofgotham.com, too. And the reason we got this, one of the main reasons we got this, is we have these two, and uh, Emery oh, will show them to you here. Kind of. Okay, bear with me. I might knock something over. <clears throat> no, but we have these two big poster things here uh, that we want to fill hang up on the wall here and fill up with letters and cards and stuff uh, from anyone who listens to either of our podcasts we got one for legends of gotham or if you're on the show or right mm. for the show we'd gladly take any sort of autograph pictures uh, script pages anything like that we definitely uh, love mm-hmm. that the note from this week yeah you know, and we're just cool and we're gonna <laughs> hang all it all of it up back here and we actually got some stuff uh, to we put do. in here already and uh, so it was some presents uh, so why don't we start with the ones from Victoria, okay. uh, Renee Montoya, who was oh. also featured in this episode, this week's episode. Okay. Yeah, sorry, it's on the bottom there. Yeah. Oh, it literally is all the way on the bottom. Yeah, it's way on the Put bottom it under the giant boxes. <laughs> it happens. He's trying to make me look but like yeah. a. Uh, Victoria Cartagena, who plays Renee Montoya on Gotham. Uh, she, if you did, if you missed it over the break, uh, we had her and uh, Andrew Stewart Jones, Crispus Allen on, and she sent us a couple uh, little chotskis, chotskis here. Uh, one is uh, the autographed copy of Gotham Central Volume 4, which uh, features Renee Montoya and Crispus Allen. But yeah, it's episode 17. If you missed it, great, great interview we had with the both of them. And then she also sent Anne-Marie an autographed picture saying TV rules because I don't read comics <laughs> and I don't intend to start. Yeah, but thank you very much for those Victoria. And thank we're you. we're going to put the picture in the uh in the frame. In the frame for sure. And I think there's even a little Christmas card we'll put in there yes. too. Yes, there's a little Christmas. Okay, so uh, next I guess we'll go with Rebecca's presence okay. here. And Rebecca sent us these two uh, wonderful uh Gotham City hats. Complete with, uh, I'll show you on the back here, oh, yeah. a little Batman tag there. Well, it's the tag of the hat. <laughs> it's not like she put a special tag on yeah, it. Yeah, and I go ahead and uh, show the camera that wonderful card she sent, too. Okay, I'm getting there. Hold on. You have this thing on me, and I have, like, an inch in my eye. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it happens. Uh, 
<laughs> Live television. Live, kind of. Live intervision. Okay. Jingle bells, Batman smiles. Robin, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile Batman lost its wheel and the Joker got away. Hey! That'll also be going in the thing. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. We really appreciate See, it. See, this is why I... No, come back to me. Come back What's to that? me here. Come back to you. Hold come on back one to second. Me. One second. Okay. Do you see how ridiculous I look? He wouldn't let me put the hat on first so I could adjust myself. <laughs> well, here, look here. Human. You can see your shot. You can see your shot. Go ahead and adjust yourself. I'm sure the audio listeners will find it very interesting. Oh, yeah. Nope. That's here, you, gonna... have a, you have a sticker. I don't... Leave my sticker. You're going to leave the sticker? I'm leaving my sticker. I'm okay. cool like that. Okay. Hold and on. finally, uh, John and Derek... <laughs> You're not going to wear the hat? It messes with my headphones. That's fine. I'll wear the hat. Uh, John and Derek from the Gotham TV podcast, who were also on that episode with Victoria and Andrew uh, with us, sent us some treats from the UK. Some little chocolate penguins. Nom, 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 nom. No, nom, nom, nom. And uh, we're going to try these out on the podcast, I guess, which, you know, uh, for voice stuff, you're never supposed to have chocolate. And this is technically not on my diet. But it's fine. Here, let me get the chocolate penguins out there with us. Here's a chocolate penguin for you and a chocolate penguin. I've been looking forward to these chocolate penguins for like a week and a half. Me too. They've been sitting here in my office. It's been very hard. What is a chocolate penguin? Chocolate. It looks like a kind of like a little chocolate cookie wafer. What kind of fish do penguins catch at night? Um, Moonies. That would be good, but no, it is starfish. Starfish, excellent. Moonies would be a good answer, too. Moonies would have been awesome. Is Moonies a thing? I don't know. It should be. Okay. I didn't realize those had a... Yep, yep. Mm. We've got jokes. Yeah, we have jokes on here and I riddles. Like jokes. Riddles. I think I might have ripped mine. I'm sure you did. That's fine. Hold on. I'll pull another one. That's fine. Find that. But thank you very much, John and Derek. And we actually, uh, next week, we're going to have... Uh, Andy from the Flash podcast on, and probably the Gotham Addicts uh, from Twitter uh, for sort of a Gotham roundtable about the first eleven episodes. And John and Derek sent us a like a six minute video with their thoughts on the first half of the season. So thank you very much, John and Derek. And uh, here, Emery, why don't you I was give them read the... another one? Oh, you were going to read another one? Okay. What does a penguin eat on his birthday? What? <laughs> Fish cakes. <laughs> excellent, excellent, and such an appropriate gift. See that? Too, was, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Emery. Why don't you tell them the uh, PO box one more time, and then we'll get back into our discussion. The P- ah! Sorry, broken, broken biscuit. <laughs> um, Legends of Gotham PO box two six four one Ackworth A C W O R T H Georgia three zero one zero two. Yeah, and just send us anything flat. Uh, anything yeah cards drawings but only flat stuff's going in the frame. yeah in, in the frame uh, that'll mm. be part of our set decoration mm. okay let's get back uh to I'd the discussion yeah those are good aren't they mm-hmm. real good and especially since i have had haven't had chocolate in like a month it was yeah. remarkable um, but okay anyway jack gruber jack gruber's whole deal right okay so uh something uh very at first first i thought he was going to be Hugo Strange because he looks like Hugo Strange. And if you don't know Hugo Strange, he's a uh, – here, I'll get a picture of him. Say, wasn't there a picture? I have a picture that I can load up of him real quick. But Hugo Strange is sort of the uh, – I, I guess you could say the mad scientist Batman villain. Oh, it totally looks like him. Yeah, doesn't that look – that looks exactly like uh, the character from tonight's episode. But uh, w- spoilers, um, they call him uh, – the electrocutioner in the preview for next week's episode. So that's a pre- pre-established DC villain. Here's the uh, version of him from JLU, which also looks a bit like uh, the way the character was dressed. Uh, 
in uh, the previews and stuff like that. So I don't know if – oh, there's our doc. Um, I don't know if he's going to be Hugo Strange or not, but I thought it was interesting. And uh, the Electrocutioner, uh, he's he doesn't have the name Jack Gruber, but uh, an undisclosed brother was the original Electrocutioner, and then uh, the modern Electrocutioner takes over for him in his first story. Hmm. So we never get to see the original, I don't think. Hmm. But I, I really enjoyed this villain, very theatrical, very uh, – mm-hmm. Smarmy uh, knows everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I wonder, was he actually, was he like a crazy doctor who was also an inmate? Mm-hmm. Or did he sneak in with when they were bringing in all the prisoners to have a lot of test subjects available for his, uh, you know, shock therapy treatments? Crazy doctor. You think he's a like a, a crazy doctor who was already interred? Uh-huh. And, uh, I think he was a crazy doctor. And one of the first people he um, zapped was the crazy nurse. This is true. This is true. But I, she she probably wasn't an actual nurse, though, right? Well, I don't think she ever finished, but yeah. they said she was a nursing student. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's she killed true. five children mm-hmm. with poison candy. <laughs> normal. Poison. Let's go on an adventure in the basement. <gasps> I No, but I also know that Bruno Heller has said that we're supposed to get Hugo Strange sometime in this season. And a big two-part arc seems appropriate for Hugo Strange because he is a more major Batman villain. Yeah, like, uh, you know, just having that for the electrocutioner, well, cool. I, I don't see them doing as much as, like, doing for a, someone who will eventually become Hugo Strange. Mm. Uh, but what did you think of him overall? With any, any thoughts? Uh, how did we not think he was the bad guy from, like, the opening monologue? The opening monologue, I, I, I actually did kind of suspect him from the beginning just because they released a promo Still? shot of him in yeah. the costume from uh-huh. the musical. Uh, which, by the way, uh, actually, I think I might have a little bit. Never mind. I'll talk about that later. Um, okay, great. About um, the play. I, oh. I, had, I had a point about, about the play. Would but, you like to just jump to it? Because it sort of goes together. It goes together. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and open this up to a more uh, general conversation about Arkham Asylum then. I, first of all, I, I loved everything about the way they portrayed Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I, I also I, – I really enjoyed the opening musical number. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought the m- montage catching everybody up on what all, where all of our characters were mm-hmm. and everything was amazing and really darkly comical and great. And also the play they were performing at the beginning was Shakespeare's The Tempest. I went and looked up a little bit about it. Uh, Basic plot is that Prospero manipulates and tricks people to help restore his daughter. And and that's kind of like what Gruber did in this episode, right? He manipulated and tricked people toward his own ends. And Mm -hmm. so I have a feeling them opening with The Tempest, it will probably push even further out in in that way. If anyone else has any ideas towards that end, towards why they use The Tempest in in particular, Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear them. Uh, Legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, I, I really love that opening, and it, you know, musical theater—you can't for you me, can't you can't go wrong. Go wrong. Uh, and let's see, um, <clears throat> I also loved uh, the variety of inmates, especially yes. in that interrogation oh scene. My God. That was hilarious. <laughs> what, I who was your favorite? Um, you have the keys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that one guy that was just like <laughs> with the big, with the scary eyeball. Yeah, I feel like I have right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, it, I really loved all the inmates, and again, darkly hilarious, just like just a little bit off, but it, some of them were even working with themes, you know, which I thought was really cool too. The guy with the teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine, 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 teddy bear. <laughs> oh, I also wanted to mention something about 
What are you breaking over there? If I can find it here real quick. Uh, yeah, Aaron Helsinger, uh, the, the guy, the perfect, uh, shock treatment patient uh-huh. at the end. He, he's also eventually in the comics becomes a villain called Amygdala, uh, which is like a, it, one of the center sections of the brain. Oh. Uh, but you know, so that's his deal. So he's an actual a comic book villain too. Oh. So FYI. Uh, I, I should probably I should probably get a picture of him pulled up, huh? Yeah, that'd be good if you could. Amygdala DC Comics. Let's see here. And actually, I'm really liking our new setup too, because oh yeah, I know this guy. I think <laughs> yeah, because he he was on the cover of one of the uh, Nightfall comics, and I I read that whole series back in the day. Uh, but yeah, that's Amygdala, uh, who he will eventually become kind of big. Kind of big, a little big there. Big scary guy. But he guy. wasn't a little guy. He snapped the dude's neck. Very, just like, boop. Yeah. He's like, oh, yes, just, boop, as I, just as we discussed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, but, but I did enjoy seeing some of the prisoners with, like, themes already, too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we like a good theme. Mm-hmm. And also, I also really enjoyed that a lot of the shots, especially uh, the the more critical Jim's situation got, the more Dutch the camera angle went, which is kind of like a slanty angle, mm-hmm. which they used to use on the old Batman 60s TV show anytime they were in one of the villains hideouts like they, that's how you knew you were in the villains lair or villain was around is because the camera would be tilted and so i really love that they use that all throughout arkham asylum especially as the villains drew closer around jim gordon i thought it was really interesting Props to you, um, crew people <laughs> yeah and whoever the director whoever of photography this one was on. Props to you, sir or madam. Yeah, but I really like that. And I also really like that uh, the Jim, when Jim tried to, like, sh- through sheer force of will, shout down the prisoners and shout them back. They did a little. They did it for a second. Yeah. And, and then the door opened. Yeah. And they, then, you know, they got their attention. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I thought it was a really interesting counterpoint to I, actually Jim Gordon's first scene in the series mm-hmm. where he just re- walks through the GCPT like he owns the joint uh-huh. and everyone listens to him and everyone gets out of his way. And we noticed that that was kind of like even a little unusual because he was the newbie. He was the new guy there. Which right? is probably why they were listening to him there. Yeah. I wanted to know what the heck this dude was up to. Yeah. So I thought I thought it was a, a really interesting situation counterpoint where he was the new guy and everyone listened to him and he's been here a month now and nobody listened to him well this is the crazy place you know so i wonder if this will be a uh you know good things come in three so will we have one more uh jim gordon shouting down everybody in the room (laughs) situation probably 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 before it's all said it'll be it'll be a roughly roughly Mm -hmm. the season finale if we're going by you know one every he'll he'll try it with bruce and bruce will kill him guaranteed jedi mind Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, you, any thoughts for you on Arkham Asylum in general? Um, I'm going to finish my I'm gonna, Penguin. I'm going to squ- switch around the order of my points just for relevant um, discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dorothy Duncan. Mm-hmm. Dorothy, Dorothy Duncan. <laughs> you were perfectly creepy from the first two seconds we saw you. And it was a good kind of creepy. Very much so. It was a good creepy. I was like, you belong here. Yeah, and these she was, were your people. Little did we know these really were her people. But um, she I was love, very out of place too. Yes. Yeah. Ali- little- Alice Beasley. Alice uh, Beasley. Yes, I believe uh, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby, in the chat. Thank you, Bobby, the only one in the chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fine. We'll get there. Tuesdays, eight thirty p.m. EST. Yay! Join us in the chat. 
Yes, please. Um, okay, so no, I really liked her last scene too. We, you know, the first, we're going on an adventure to the basement. <laughs> After like, no, the basement is locked. You, there's nothing to see there. I No, 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 no. Let me take you. Like it was like, she just like switched just like that. Um, then she lets all the pe- crazy people out of the cells mm-hmm. and gets squished and dies. Which incidentally was uh, the trick that Bane pulled to break the bat in Nightfall, which we already mentioned this episode. So it all comes back around. Yeah, then she insta dies, and oh, oh, here I have a I have a uh, a clip of that moment. And there she goes. <laughs> she was already squished at that point. Yeah. Um, so, um, Doctor Thompson, mm-hmm. I don't know if she recognized the crazy Dorothy was not actually a nurse. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was wondering, because in a lot of situations, Leslie Tompkins seemed like she was even a bit sharper than Jim Gordon. Like, she's she's like the keys, you know, in everything. So I was like, well, maybe she's going to be constantly guessing before he does. And since she worked on the woman's side of things. Right. Which also, it seemed weird Mm -hmm. that they had a female nurse on this men's side Mm -hmm. when it was kind of a big deal for there to be a female doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And no one questioned it. No. Yeah. It was because she was crazy. Probably. Probably. No, but I really liked her. I uh, really, really uh, liked her. Like, unfortunately, we won't be seeing her We will her not again. be seeing any more of Dorothy Duncan. What are Thanks you going to do, coming. though? Oh, you, you want to go ahead and uh, touch on your, your penguin? Your penguin. There? Are we getting a little too big for our britches, sir? Hubris. 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 Bonsai tree. Bonsai tree. <laughs> um... So, something like a bonsai tree and the such, is Bullock being paid by both families? Like, is the police station being paid by both families? I think I think they're just kind of, we'll, we'll acquiesce to them as much as possible to keep out of their bad... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just safer, just mm-hmm. to... Well, it's it's a situation where the, the police, I, I re- the police in Gotham don't have a lot of power. It's all the mob. Right, you know, so. right. But, you know, there's two sides to the mob. Mm. You know, we know Falcone owns the majority of it. And you, we also know that the mayor's in with them and he's the one signing the police's checks right. and sending them to Arkham when they mess up. Right. I'm just saying, like, it just seemed a little weird. Mm. Also that um, our dude, uh, what was his name? The real police officer is on the show. Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah. He's just like, what? Okay. Okay, that's cool. Like, Let him out. Are you scary mob guy? Let me open the door. <laughs> um, well, he did put up a little resistance. A little. It was immediately like, okay. That's because a racial slur was thrown at him. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I liked the whole, you know, you're in there because I want you in there. Mm-hmm. And you don't raise taxes on the fishermen. They're risking their lives. They're risking their lives. They're fishermen in New York. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that what was are they kind risking of... their lives. This isn't like deadliest catch. That's <laughs> thought... risking a life. I thought it was very interesting the reverence Maroney suddenly had for the fishermen. He's all sure. about the fishermen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Penguin definitely exhibiting something we've been accusing fish of for several episodes now. Uh-huh. Kind of that hubris or that, you know, uh-huh. putting the cart before the horse. I kind of wonder, though, if it's not going to – because I think Maroney, you know, everything that went down in this episode, it was like a lesson to him. You know, back off. You know, mm-hmm. just fall in line and do what you're supposed to or something wrong's going to happen. I kind of think maybe – kind of guy penguin is that was the wrong signal to send to him it's just going to accelerate his plans yep maroney dies next episode maybe this season maybe he's not going next episode i don't know i don't know penguin penguin when you had that look nobody puts penguin in a corner because when you do out comes the knife well is it next week 
Whoa. Uh, well, Penguin takes his victim's clothes, remember? Yes, I do. <laughs> statements. Um, no, it just – well, next week's A Little Bird told me and was, isn't um, Liza the little bird? Could be. A penguin's a little bird too. Yeah, but I think that – I don't know. that For some reason, I was associating the little bird with her and Falcone. Hmm. I, I can't remember anything specific. Well, something's obviously sticking in my head. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody would like to correct me, you know. Anybody free. at all. Anybody? Bueller? Okay. Uh, I was really glad uh, this episode <laughs> to see that Renee finally decided to kind of grow a conscience. Uh, read the whole uh, <laughs> uh, Have you even Barbara talked situation. to Jim? Yeah. At all? Yeah, it was like – and I, I kind of got the impression that like they, they had both been in sort of like a drug-fueled, alcohol-fueled sort of like tryst, tryst yes. sort of thing. Yes. But I, 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 I did like that she finally realized, no, this can't keep going on and she really wants to side with the angels now. And really it played out almost exactly like Victoria told us it was going – or like She didn't tell us it she, was Yeah, she didn't to. say anything specific, but she kind of hinted around that this was sort of the way it happened. And as Barbara just yeah. showed up and Renee was like, sure, why not? And then, because wouldn't – I mean in a mm-hmm. sense, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and then uh, she kind of uh, comes to her senses I guess a little bit here. Although I guess another rule of Gotham, mm-hmm. if you break up with somebody, mm-hmm. you leave them your apartment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when Barbara broke up with Jim, he got the apartment, and then when Renee breaks up with Barbara, well, she, she she gets the apartment. She I really breaks like the her phone. little apartment; it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But no, I think it was just to calm the crazy. Yeah, she's just like, I'm just you stay here. I'll just go. Where'd she go? <laughs> Christmases. Christmases. Christmas. I I just thought it was really funny that both times someone's been broken up with on this show, they get the apartment. <laughs> well, that's because the person who lives there mm-hmm. leaves. Mm. They're not gonna be like get out. <laughs> just didn't make sense. It's not polite. Mm. Don't kick. Yeah, but a g- very, very good job. Although I, I do definitely think that uh, b- combined with Renee's rejection and uh, the discovery with the phone call, or the discovery with the phone call, I did air quotes there, uh, that Barbara's going to be heading down a really dark path. Oh yeah. And I also think uh, maybe she'll be headed to fishes. <laughs> like, hold on, mm. let me do a performance. I I almost see her taking a villainous turn or something, especially re like Leslie Tompkins. You know, if if her and Jim get involved, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to be all over. You know, Leslie Tompkins. I can see a, like a hostage situation happening oh, or something. Oh, for the love! Yeah, it could be fun. It'll be something. It'll be something. Okay, and you have uh, one point. One last thing. I kind of mentioned this earlier. (laughs) To bring it on home here. Oh, that's what she said. Because I heard, I'm like, okay. But on home here. So in the very beginning in that your favorite opening sequence ever, Mm -hmm. um, the cat sees somebody walk away. I don't know. It just felt that it was slightly more important than we may believe at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel it's relevant. I don't know why. But they don't do anything without it being relevant. Yeah. Which is why, like, she could have just poked her head out in the rain. That would have made, that would have been just as fine as dude mm-hmm. walking by. So you think there was more to that? Yeah, then. something happened. <laughs> something. That's all I got for you. That's all I got. That's fair. Because at first I actually thought a it was. A big question There's mark. a big question mark. For some reason at first I thought it was, like, going back to, like, the Waynes and all that. And I was like, wait a minute. No. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh, scare me with the Henry camera. Sorry. I'm giving you a big question mark. Big question mark. Big question mark there. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, it Don't was pretty that. much, wasn't it? <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I, but I, I guess we'll see. Uh, I, I guess just, we'll see. Like, I just feel like nothing's done mm-hmm. without a purpose. Also, I think this was the first episode that didn't feature a little Bruce Wayne. Yeah, by the way. I believe um, one of our voicemails mentions that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, a couple times. Okay, uh, why don't we go ahead and read through some of our notes here real quick? I um, do- don't. Have oh, you don't have your notes here? here. No, I wasn't. We haven't done that, and I okay. only took like a. Page and a half of notes so okay. you've already heard arbitrary mine. scale yeah that's what you needed okay out, out of out of 33 frogs in your abdomen how many frogs in your abdomen do you give this episode 26 why because i liked it ribbit oh plenty of room for improvement i don't think it was like the greatest ever mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to get to see the um arkham you know <laughs> the arkham connection mm-hmm. or what have you but uh yeah i don't know 26. 26. Uh, let's see here. Uh, out of 33 frogs in my abdomen, mm-hmm. I'd probably I'd probably give it a solid 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the most mind blowing episode, mm-hmm. but it was a really good first part of a very obvious two parter, and we'll talk about that a bit more with the promo and everything. But I really really uh, loved the action, loved everything about Arkham, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of digging the new status quo. Uh, we didn't even talk talk about Harvey Bullock. Uh, Harvey had a lot of good lines. Oh this my episode. gosh, his first visit to mm-hmm. the crazy place was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Re- oh, really loved uh, Har- Harvey's uh, small contribution to the episode, yeah. and I really enjoyed it overall uh i th- i th- i'm interested to see where everything goes uh anybody in the chat weigh in anyone, uh, anyone Bueller? nope nope nobody in the chat weigh in that's fine uh let's see here uh before we go and get to the news and everything we should probably take a minute to thank our sponsor audible, audible. for sponsoring this week's episode of legends of gotham uh, if you don't know audible's a a service where you can go and you can go you sign up you get a, a credit a month mm-hmm. uh pay paying for a membership and then you can use that credit to download audiobooks uh actually some premium podcast uh radio plays all we're sorts not of premium is what you're saying we're premium in our own way <laughs> we're premium <laughs> in our own head <laughs> but uh i and uh you know you can get all sorts of great audio entertainment it, since you already like podcasts it really a natural fit right yes. and uh for you guys uh the listeners of legends of gotham audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can take an opportunity to listen to the uh to check out their service uh listen to it on your mobile devices and i uh, have a lot of uh, fun uh listening to audio entertainment while you do other stuff audio uh, we, entertainment audio entertainment wow. and we always like to recommend a couple books here uh amory what's your pick this week um this week i am picking yes please by amy poehler amy poehler purely because i want to read yes please by amy poehler so and, join me and you haven't read it yet and i haven't read it yet so, so i mm-hmm. thought it sounded cool yeah and uh it's a, she's funny it's basically uh autobiography yeah. uh her her talking about the last few years of her life i've heard mixed reviews i've heard Bossy Pants by Tina Fey's better. Oh, I want to read that as well. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I feel this resurgence in reading in my life coming. So good. Uh, reading's good. Yeah, but I have to start with a psychology book first. I, I read an interesting book a uh, couple weeks ago via Audible, actually, and that's The Man Who Folded Himself by David Gerald. Oh, you put me in the corner. It, it's a really fun <laughs> – nobody put Sam Marie in the corner. In the corner. I know, but it's a really fun <laughs> sci-fi time travel uh, – story where basically the first quarter of the book 
completely throws out all the everything you know about time travel, all the have-tos about time travel stories, and basically says you can't have paradoxes, mm-hmm. and then just goes in and plays with the concept and has a ton of fun with it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of trace this guy with a time belt throughout his entire life, which is lived through all sorts of different eras and everything, and he kind of he folds on himself, and he becomes best friends with himself, and it's... That's so weird. Yeah, it's really weird, and really... He also falls in love with himself. It's nuts. Uh, but yeah, The Man Who Folded Himself by David I'm Gerald. I'm in love with myself. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I am too in a way, but not a separate entity or separate copy of myself. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to check out these or any other books, uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash Gotham uh, to start your free trial, get your free credit, try out these or any other audiobook. That's audibletrial.com slash Gotham. And we want to thank Audible for sponsoring this week's episode of Legends of Gotham. Thank you, Audible. And Yay. now, on to the, the news. News. Okay, first up, we have a story about ratings. Ratings. We have a story about the ratings. We have a story about ratings. Uh, no, our uh, ratings were good this week. Uh, 6.9 million, 2.5 share, uh, returned up 13% and two tenths respectively, uh, drawing in its largest audience since September 29th and hitting a three month demo high. That's so awesome. Gotham continues. And it was, wasn't it against The Bachelor? I think so, yeah. That's impressive. Actually, I have that no was really idea. Loud. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, also um, something interesting is regardless of all the hate and everything, Gotham still continues to be one of the most popular shows on TV and definitely the most popular news show on TV. I don't really see a lot of hate, maybe because I don't run in the right circles. See, I see a lot of hate from the comic fan side of things. Well, they just need to scratch their happy spot and get on board. Mm -hmm. I I, I think they're just upset that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is so awful. I'm going to get hate mail for that, probably. Don't do that. Don't anger Uh, the nerds. (laughs) But you can can find uh, all all the links to these stories, by the way, in the show notes at legendsofgotham.com. And next up, we have the promo, which we can't show you. But we're going to talk over it and tell you what's happening. Describe it as Mm -hmm. it goes. Uh, So here we go. Here we go. I love the name, too. And Yay, Enigma. Uh, yeah, Enigma says electrocutioner. We get and it another looks like glimpse. Jim's back in uh, mm-hmm. GCPD. I almost think that was the penguin who got hit with the electric, and then an electric bomb in Maroney's place. Boom. Uh, Fish is going to make her move. So we she get some says. Falcone. Uh, looks like the Wayne mm-hmm. murderer shows up again. Oh, I didn't see that. Were those yeah, the in, in the black. No, in the black glasses or like the black hoodie thing, uh, and then. Uh, oh. Gordon holding a gun on the electrocutioner in the electrocutioner. In the GCPD. In the GCPD. Awesome. Pretty, pretty intense. It looks like a lot will happen. Too bad we have to wait at least two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking in these weird voices? I don't know. We talk in voices. <laughs> okay. And the last thing we wanted to mention, uh, Vertigo <laughs> Comics put together a list of top 10 moments that mattered in 2014. And their number 10 was Gotham introducing Fish Mooney as a new character into the Batman mythos. So we just wanted to... Uh, so basically she kicks the booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just wanted to point that out and say congratulations to Jada Pinkett Smith for being awesome. Yep. All the time, awesome. basically. Okay, uh, that's all the news. Wow. Okay, uh, so now we'll uh, get into listener questions and feedback. Uh, we don't have a – well, we have a lot this week, but not a lot of letters, uh, mostly voicemails. We're just going to sit back and let mm-hmm. the people talk because that's that's what we got. Definitely. And uh, as a reminder, we record these every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. EST. This is the change from last year, which was Wednesday night. Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. 8.30 p.m. EST. So when you get done watching Gotham on Monday night, well, you, re- we go. you really need to <laughs> strap on a jetpack – and turn it on and just 
fly, literally fly through your house, down the stairs, hit the wall, pass out, wake up, recover, then go to your computer and email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And get us your thoughts about next week's episode of Gotham. There is no next week's episode. Well, two weeks from now, <laughs> the episode of Gotham that we'll be playing then. And uh, we, like, we always love voicemails. We do. Voicemails are so great because we get a break we don't have to talk <laughs> and so i'm just gonna put bobby on and i'm not gonna have to We're talk for go. about a minute take We're it away bobby put bobby on bobby hey bill and Amory, it's bobby Howdy, i was bobby. kind of anticipating this episode uh seeing a different uh setting for gordon and bringing leslie Tompkins, uh dr Tompkins in and whatnot and i thought they did a pretty good job of delivering um i thought they represented arkham well um, I thought for sure that that guy with the circle glasses was going to turn out to be Hugo Strange, but yep. I guess he's the electrocutioner. For now. I even thought that Fish and uh, Barbara weren't bad this week. Uh, I mean, of course, we all knew that, that uh, Butch wasn't going to turn on Fish, and, and then as soon as I saw him uh, apologizing to his friend, I knew he was trying to clear his conscience before he took him out. I guess the only thing I really did miss this week was uh, no Alfred and Bruce. Kind of miss Alfred and Bruce. Mm, but I thought uh, it was nice seeing Cat uh, and Ivy. Uh, I guess my hopes were low, honestly, going into the series. But each episode lately has just been getting better and better. So can't wait for next week. Thank you very yep. much, Bobby. Yay. And Yeah. The one thing I... I noted last night's episode uh, when during the Renee and Barbara scene, I was like, that is the best scene that Barbara's ever had. And then they had the phone call scene and I was like, okay, and there's the one for fanboys to bitch about. (laughs) So lots of fun. Okay. uh, Next up is uh, just a short one uh, from Lady J with, with some words of advice to Barbara. Hey guys, this is Lady J and I am dropping my line for the episode. Barbara needs to be her own champion. That's all. Barbara, Barbara does need to be her own be champion. Be her own champion. You don't need no Renee. You don't need that Renee. You don't need Renee. We love Renee. You, you don't, don't need, need Jim. You just need Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, you need to go to the beach, <laughs> get some tiki drinks and umbrellas, <laughs> and just hang out. Get away from Put Zaz. Some, I see her having like big glasses. <laughs> I like her hair, and she's just going to be like, ah. like Veronica from Archie. That's what I see. Okay, next up is Mrs. Cobblepot, at Mrs. Cobblepot on Twitter. Hey, guys, this is at Mrs. Cobblepot on Twitter. I love tonight's episode. Unfortunately, Twitter was down, so I couldn't live tweet that much. Yeah, I, Twitter, Twitter went down, down just just while Gotham was on. There were delays of 30 to 45 minutes on every tweet. Oh. Like, yeah, so it, the cast was trying to live, live tweet, tweet and everything. They do that and, yeah. yeah, it wasn't happening. Uh, sorry, Mrs. Cobblepot, go ahead. I thought were. it was great. Loved seeing the inside of Arkham. Loved seeing Groover. Awesome. Not enough penguin for my taste, but his scenes were amazing. And uh, didn't. Like- well, you are Mrs. Cobblepot. Exactly. Like when Maroney called him one thing. That was uncalled for. <laughs> but hey, great episode as always, and you guys are doing a fab job. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Mrs. Cobblepot. Okay, uh, next up we have one uh, from Rebecca Johnson, which I don't think we've actually listened to. Nope, so this could be good. She could hate us. 
Happy New Year, Legends of Gotham. This is Rebecca Happy Johnson, and I just wanted hats. to call in and mention how excited I am that Morena Baccarin has joined Gotham. It was already fun that she had previously been the voices of Black Canary, Tally Al Ghul, and even the voice of Gideon on The Flash. But now she not only finally gets to do a live-action portrayal of a Deep character, she's playing the first ever live-action Leslie Tompkins. Though yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the tease that Leslie and Jim might get romantic. What are your thoughts on that? Would you like to see the two of them together? If so, what should their ship name be? I was oh. thinking Jimkins? <laughs> I don't know. That might need some work. Glad that the show and your podcast are back. Thank you very much, Rebecca. <laughs> and yeah, it was very heavily hinted that they're getting together. Yeah, but you can see the flirting. Mm-hmm. I liked yeah. it. Let's see. Um, Gordonson? Gorkins? Gorkinson? Gorkins? <laughs> Gorkins? Gorkins. I like I think Gorkins. We're Gorkining it. Gorkin hashtag Gorkins. If, <laughs> if, Gorkin. if if you're on the Twitters right now, tweet something out, hashtag Gorkins. No, how do we okay. Okay, uh, next up is uh kind of kind of a misfire from Sonya, uh Gotham's army. I told her I was going to uh play this if she didn't leave a longer one, but she didn't, so I'm playing it. Hi, this is Sonya from uh Gotham's Army. I'm one of the admins and I was just calling to, it's my first time, I'm just trying to see how it works. I don't really have anything to say. I like you guys' um, podcast, and I like how you and, I don't know the other girl's name. This- <laughs> yeah, and I think right there is where she realized she forgot your name. <laughs> it's Anne-Marie. It's no cool, problem. man. It's cool. And please, uh, definitely, we, we, we love your Twitter account every Gotham yes. Monday. Hashtag Gotham Monday. Hashtag Gotham Monday. So, you know, definitely feel free to call in with a longer voicemail next time. Okay, and next up is Woo. Take it away, Woo. This episode is not the best in terms of strong dialogue or strong character development. It really did a good job of reestablishing what the world is for the audience that has been away for a couple weeks. Love the interaction with Ivy and Selena and Barbara and Jim's apartment. I thought that was great. I loved the butter line from Ivy claiming that she's a vegan. I left two characters that have nothing to do with Jim and Barbara's story. Probably wrecked it in the worst way possible. Love that Montoya even realizes that she's becoming an enabler to Barbara. It really does show the, the major metaphor of this series that the longer you stay in Gotham, good people get eroded away until there's nothing left but corrupt and twisted people. Even though Barbara wasn't a real popular character by the fans initially, now you see that even like a good-natured person as Barbara is getting corrupted by Gotham. I love that kind of poetic tone that it's taking. Love the introduction of Marina Baccarin as Leslie Tompkins. You can totally see her being a mother figure to Bruce in the future. Not only as a mother figure but as a doctor and also the closest thing Bruce has to a parent other than Alfred but I have to say Donald Logue gets my big A plus in terms of acting in this episode a lot of good interactions with the director of Arkham with Jim again and I love that they set up a future villain in two weeks thank you guys are doing great makes it AMD and talk to you guys next week bye bye just comes on after yeah yeah yeah. thank you very much woo though uh definitely uh why was the penguin popular he was smarmy and passed out baked goods because he was an ice guy another (laughs) another riddle from the chocolate penguins (laughs) 
Here, okay. Uh, we have a uh, one letter here to wrap up with uh, from Michael Lucero. We actually got this right after episode ten, but we've been holding it. <laughs> so uh, take it, take it away, uh, Anne Marie, and read oh, this. Oh, oh. See, you see, you know what's nice? He doesn't say, "Hey, Anne Marie, why don't you read this one mm. when we go ahead?" I and... just throw to you. Yeah, you throw to, to me. That. We've been doing this for two and a half years now. It should be easy. <laughs> I should just throw to you. See, it should be easy. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> dear Bill and Anne Marie, I can't believe how much happened in this last episode, Lovecraft, or last last episode. Uh, the show is really high in quality and it's hard to pinpoint that as due to acting, casting, costuming, set direction or editing alone, although any one of these alone are worth talking about. But I think if I had to pick one thing I like best about the show, it's the writing. Unlike with certain other shows, you two and I watch, I won't say names out loud, although I might once upon whisper a, time. a name once. Once. Um, the storytelling is filled with twists that are actually surprising, not repetitive, and present a mystery that is about more than just who who was behind the mask and who pulled the tr- trigger. Gotham deals with corruption, justice, class struggles, and darkness and twisted nature and humanity, and not purple smoke. I added that. Um, There were so many firsts in Lovecraft in terms of key Batman mythology. Bruce's first kiss with Selina, his first experience climbing the buildings of Gotham, his first time parkour. His first time facing a criminal in an active way rather than just being a victim, as in the first episode. His first time wearing a disguise, and even if only a small one compared to the cape. Um, I might have found the building jump a bit unbelievable, you'll think, um, if it hadn't been for all the training we've already seen him do. It was a bit of a foolish move, but it seems like all the self-testing he's been doing is beginning to pay off. I love Penguin's continuing story arc, too. Every time you think he might be threatened, he comes out looking even stronger. It looked for a moment as if he might be in trouble with Falcone, but then we learned he has not an ace, but a time bomb up his sleeve. While Falcone himself only ends up looking weak and indecisive by contrast. I have a feeling that might be the case with Jim as well. He seems as if he's in the lowest place he's been in the show so far, aside from being hung upside down and almost killed by Butch. But I feel like this setback might place him closer to the eventual solution of the mystery. Arkham seems like an important part of the seasons, if not the entire show's story. So I think Jim might find a clue or two that help his investigation there. Can't wait to find out whatever interseason interseason episodes y'all have planned. Hope you're both enjoying the show as much as I am. Take care, Michael. Uh, thank you very much, Michael. You, Michael. And sorry we had to hold on to that letter so For long. For a month. Uh, and let's see. Yeah, if you want to next uh, – two weeks from uh, – Monday or two weeks from yesterday, next time there's an episode of Gotham, if you want to message us, uh, you can email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com. The voicemail number is 424-274-2352. The Twitter account is at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And uh, the P.O. Box, as mentioned before, is P.O. Box 2641, Ackworth, Georgia, 30102. Send us flat stuff. Send us any. We like flat stuff. I like everything. <clears throat> now I it, like chocolate. As, as we mentioned, uh, there's not going to be an episode of Gotham next week. There's a week off because college football or something. I don't know. But we're going to try and have a roundtable of some sort to talk about the first 
uh, 10 or 11 episodes of Gotham. We're going to have Andy from the Flash podcast on, uh, and we're probably going to have the Go- some of the Gotham addicts on. Uh, if you're familiar with the Facebook group, the Twitter account, uh, really great people. We always have a lot of fun interacting with them. Probably going to have a couple of them on, and we're going to have a special message from John and Derek and maybe possibly – an interview with somebody we'll see we're working on it uh, but we'll have an episode next week it'll mm-hmm. be a lot of fun kind of covering all the episodes so far mm-hmm. a lot of new perspectives mm-hmm. if you're tired of our perspectives yes. we'll have a lot of fresh ones for you uh but yeah i guess that's about it uh amory where can people find you online you can find me on the twitters at amd simone or over at crunchycrafty.com and as for me, you can find me on Twitter, at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can subscribe to us, uh, the show, Box, on YouTube at youtube.universebox.com if you want to catch the video. And uh, you can check out the words I write at dogboyadventures.com. And you can check out show notes, uh, links to all the stories we talked about tonight, everything else at everything. legendsofgotham.com. Boom. Oh, yeah. So Boom. I guess that's about it with the new setup. I was a little worried about the new setup, you honestly. Think? He was a little shaky. He may have perspired mm-hmm. excessively. Yeah. He may have gulped his coffee. It happens. It happens. I thought you were muting me for a second. No, The way you're looking at me, you're like, I will not let you talk to them. No, but we'll see you guys uh, next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, live on the internet. Thank you. Uh, Join us next time for more Legends of Gotham. I need the penguin. Oh, it's pink. It's a pink penguin. (gasps) Penguins are yummy. I like penguins. They're super duper yummy. Oh, that's a bad joke. What do you call an angry penguin? What? A penguin.